Hello and welcome back. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate you stopping by and listening to the Lost Kings podcast with myself, David Jardine, DJJJ. This episode, we will be also introducing my co-host, Stacia. So before we get there, I just want to take the time to welcome the listeners. We truly appreciate you again for coming and stopping by. We also want to take the time to thank our supporters who are supporting this podcast, which we truly appreciate and thank you for all that. So I'm about to tell you just a little bit about Station, then we're going to let her come on and she's going to tell you a little bit about herself. First of all, Station is a very good friend of the family. She's also a true child of God and she's a sister in Christ with myself and my family. You know, Stacia, like myself, we both grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Now, we didn't know each other. However, we grew up in the same area of East Flatbush, New York. Now, if you know anything about New York, you know that could be a very tough area. And this is where we grew up. You know, so Stacia also has been involved with some different situations that she's going to talk about in the future. You know, I just want to just put out there to everyone to understand that Everyone has a different walk with God. Everyone is on a different path. You know, once you believe in God and trust in God, then guess what? You are on that path to getting closer to him. So Stacia has been in um, some radio or I'm going to let her talk about her experience of of talk that she has been involved in and let her um, introduce herself as you know, the things that she has been through. And and later on in the, the episodes to come, we will talk a little bit more in depth. However, right now, I'm going to introduce you to Stacia. Hello, Stacia, you there? Yes, I'm here, Dave. What's going on? Welcome, welcome. So happy to have you on this podcast with me. We've been talking about you, and I'm so glad that you are finally a part of this podcast. So thank you so much for being involved. I truly appreciate you. And I'm, I appreciate all your input and all the questions and everything that you're going to um, bring to this podcast. So thanks again. I really do appreciate it. So please, Stacia, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like you um, expressed, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, um, born and bred. Um, I come from a Caribbean background. My, my, my parents are from Trinidad and Tobago. Buka! <laughs> so like... <laughs> So my upbringing was a bit strict. I was brought up by, my mom was a single mom as well, but my father wasn't really around. Um, and she had to raise three of us, my two brothers and myself in Flatbush. So back then, you know, you can only imagine how tough that was to, to raise um, children in the neighborhood that where we came from, you know, yeah, trying to yeah. steer us steer us from from the street so one of the things our mom did was um she she introduced us to to the church really early like i i i probably was going to church even before i started to walk because that's what i remember mm-hmm. right right so um she, she we had a very strict upbringing we couldn't we didn't really hang out with friends and go to the mall do normal kids and teenage stuff we never really did any of that my mom had us in the house so a lot of my childhood I had a childhood because I had siblings but then I didn't 
have I didn't have the same kind of freedom like the rest of my friends did. So that's what yeah. made me kind of stick out from everybody else because mm-hmm. I was I was sheltered, whereas my friends were in the park every day. They were they were doing what I consider normal kid stuff. Now that's not, that's not to say that um, that's not to say that. I didn't like my upbringing. I mean, I, I, I I'm, I'm very happy to come to have come from that environment. But sometimes when you're too sheltered, you find out and learn things. Now, me, I was the opposite of being sheltered. I mean, a matter of fact, I remember when my mom, <laughs> it's around the same time as the story I already told about in uh, the third grade. She would want me to study. She would try to get me to study and study. And I just didn't want to study. Matter of fact, it was probably around fifth or sixth grade. And I remember she just pushed the books back. She said, you know what? Just go outside. And that was it. I was outside and I would play all the time. So, okay, there's a difference between you and me. I wasn't sheltered, you was. So you were saying? Yeah, I, so basically a lot of, um, like I said, a lot of my friends had a little bit more freedom than we did. So we kind of was looked at as like bougie and, and, and being weird because we weren't, we weren't exposed to a lot of things they were exposed to. You know, in right. fact, a lot of the things that that my friends were exposed to, it, I wasn't exposed to them until I got to college. But that's another story for another time. But okay, I I know. For, well, well, we were talking about um, my background. I I have ten years in radio. Oh, yeah, awesome. I have ten years in radio. Uh, about five of those years was on um, GodSoulSessions.com. I had a sh- I had a radio show for a successful radio show for five years on that platform, and I'm currently awesome. at um at at um, Genesis Radio right now. I'm on hiatus because I've had to move because of my day job. So um, right now I'm on hiatus from doing radio right now, but I will be back. So, but right now I'm under Genesis Radio out in the Poconos, and before the radio gigs I started I, I started out as a dancer I used to do, I was one of the club dancers that you would see in, in clubs now I wasn't a stripper okay. but I was a club dancer yeah, right. you know um, a lot of dance to a lot of house music and, and stuff That's like music. that yeah. and um, I branched out into being a DJ after they stopped hiring us for the clubs right that was in the late 90s so um basically i've always had my foot in the entertainment business i've rubbed shoulders with celebrities and and stuff like that um in fact i have some celebrity friends so i will say it came with its perks but if you're not grounded like i was um those perks could could turn into excesses so I mm-hmm. will say that uh, my 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 foundation came in handy when it came to those situations that I've I've witnessed. Right. Well, you know, I'm I'm really amazed at your background and and I'm so 
honored to be able to have you to be a part of this podcast and and to be in my co-host the experience that you bring i believe that this is going to help strengthen the podcast that we have now you know i just want before we go any further you know i'm i'm not the one i'm i don't want to be the person or the type that's going to be preaching preaching to people and you know him <laughs> and hollering you know and just trying to you know act like i'm something that i'm not what i am is i'm a a, a young man well i'm 57 but i consider that young i'm a young man that believes that um speaking the truth being transparent and hoping that what i'm what god has brought me through will help lead and guide people to get closer to the path or to be stronger on the path that they are that it would help lead and guide them to that point. So I would like to um, start with a scripture real quick. Okay, and the scripture is Jeremiah 29, 11. And it reads like this. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. I just thought it was so important to put that scripture in there because, you know, that's what this is all about. You know, we might not know what the direction that we're supposed to be going. We might not know what the plan is that God has for us, but it's so important to understand that God knows the plan and God has the plan for us. So I thought that was um, pretty important to, to put right there at that point. And again, Stacia, you know, we really do appreciate you being a part of this podcast and as we continue to grow, and hopefully we will be able to continue to reach people and to strengthen the, the path of those who are trying to get it right. Well, I can understand. I really, I'm really glad to be here. Um, and, that, and, that, and that scripture is really profound because sometimes we don't know why we're here. In fact, I don't know why I'm here. I, I will be honest. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. by... From the outside, from somebody on the outside looking in, they would a person would think that I had a very fruitful, colorful life thus far, and I think for the most part I did. But sometimes you still wonder what your purpose is in life. So that right. scripture that you that you quoted is is very. It's it, it. I'm glad you brought it up because it raises a question of why we all are here and what are we here for you know right right yeah and and during this time right now i mean with this covid 19 this disease this virus that's attacking the world you know i'm sure a lot of people are wondering why they're here why is things going on the way it is but you know what i promise you it doesn't make a difference god knows why whether you know some people that are dying some people that are sick no matter how bad the situation is, God knows why. He understands why. And this is his uh, His plan. You know, we might not agree with it. Right. You know, we might not agree. You know, who's going to agree that, that where my family member just died? I know my na- a neighbor of mine just passed away. We love him dearly. He just just passed away from this disease. And we, I know so many other people. My On my wife's side, she lost her aunt. You know, I, I've talked to so many people lost someone and someone's sick 
and you know, but who only God knows why. That's true. So, you know, and so we have to stand on that and we have to stand firm on that and believe that. And that's why I think it's so important that that we are a praying persons, that we continue to reach out to God because all these stories that that we're gonna tell and a lot of these stories that God has taken me through in my life, I, I, I always tell people, no matter what, I always prayed. I mean, I always believed, you know, from, like I said, the very beginning, I mean, how many people at seven would get a profound, something profound happen in their life that would make them believe in God for the rest of their lives? That's you true. know, some people don't get that. I mean, some people don't get to get to that point. Some people don't, don't get those things to happen. So, you know, what you're going to do, you know, you take it and you keep moving on. And prayer is so important. And on that note, I'm just going to say a quick prayer and then we will continue to go okay. on. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for allowing us this opportunity to be able to uh, be humbled by your presence and your grace and your mercy. And I pray that you as we continue to speak on these different uh, situations, that you will continue to guide us through this and that those that are under the sound of our voice that will have something be, be done in their hearts, that their hearts will be open, that they will receive you. And I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's important. You know, it's important. Prayer is important. There's going to be many stories I tell, and it's every single story is going to talk about how it's going to always bring up the fact that I was praying at that time and how God moved in my life. So, you know, um, I just want to ask you, Stacia, briefly, you know, I know um, we, we go to the same church, and I know it wasn't too long ago that how many years ago has it been that you came to to our church and that you you had gave your life uh, back to God and you was baptized? How long ago was that? That was about, I would say, six years ago. That's amazing. You know, the reason why I ask is because a lot of our listeners, um, we spoke about this earlier, that, you know, some people have not gone through a profound uh, change or like that big aha moment. You know, some some people just got the message, understood that it was important for them at that time to give their hearts to Christ. They did that, got baptized, and then they continued to live their life. And that doesn't mean that each person at that point, now they're, I mean, yes, we're a new creation in God, but that doesn't mean from that second that you're not going to do anything wrong. That's true. You know, I mean, we all still do things wrong. We all still sin. There's another scripture in the Bible that says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So sometimes you're going to get some preachers and teachers that's going to make it seem like they don't do nothing wrong. Right. You know, they're perfect. You know, they try to say, we're supposed to be perfect in God. Yeah, we're supposed to be striving for perfection. It doesn't mean that you are perfect. That's true. You know, you know <laughs> I have this funny thing I always say. Um, you know, I, I prayed this prayer a long time ago, and I didn't realize that God was going to answer this prayer. And the prayer was, 
Help me to see people as you see them, Lord. Help me to feel what you feel about people. And strangely enough, he gave me the answer. And it's a very humbling experience because if you're sitting in a parking lot, like when I'm sitting in the parking lot waiting for my wife to go get something or whatever, I can look at people walking by and then I can see them in a totally different way. I mean, I'm not looking at, oh, look what kind of jeans they have on or look what they got on. I'm looking and saying, God loves that person. God has a desire for that person to love them, to love him back. So I'm really grateful to have, for him to have answered that. And, and I believe it's things like that that got me to this point that where I feel like it's important to tell these stories, my dreams and visions to help, um, to help people to get closer to God. That's pretty much the bottom line on that. Right. You know, so now I, I understand that, um, you know, like those big profound aha moments are few and far between for many people. And sometimes I, I, I guess I think for myself that I thought it was for everybody. You know, I thought everybody gets the big aha moments, but I realized that that's not the case. But the bottom line is, as long as they have given their heart to the Lord, that's that's the key, because that's what's going to get you into heaven, believing in him. Definitely. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm about to get into um, my, my story a little bit more. But before I do that, I just want to ask you, how do you feel about this podcast? I mean, how do you feel about the fact that, that we are actually doing a podcast, reaching out to people and helping them to to see their path or to get closer to the path? How do you feel about that? I feel kind of good about it because it's a good platform for me to um, to connect with people and and, and try to and, and, and to be tra- I, I believe in transparency so um, I guess for me it would it would it would um, broaden my my um, I guess the audience because the audience know me as one way but this is another way um, mm-hmm. That people would get to know that the audience would get to know me, and then the at, at the other at the other realm might be helping somebody that may have gone through stuff that I've gone through, and they could probably um, find out how they can get through it as 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 you know, like how I did, you know. Right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well. I'm going to tell you, we're going to we're going to start from the area of where I believe the last uh, segment that that I was talking about um, after Miss Larry and after the fact that, um, you know, I believe I, I started to use what I believe God gave me for the wrong. You know, I was able to get closer to to the young ladies by talking about my experiences that I had seen as at a young age. And I think that drew drawing them in. So you know, I, I, I thought it was very important to 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 point that out. And that this is being transparent because, you know, for someone to say that, it, that's a hard thing to say, you know, but I, I know that that's exactly what I did at that time in my life. So what happened was after that period of time through my junior high school and high school, the 
nothing else significant happened, like big spiritually things that happened. But I, I thought it was important to touch on uh, two things that was very powerful in my junior high and high school days because of the fact of when I was born, I was born crippled and the doctor saying that I wouldn't be able to walk or run like all the regular kids. And I became a very well drum player and I was in a band called Starship BTS. I know a lot of my friends that listen to that are going to laugh because they remember we was really good uh-huh. though. And But uh, then going into high school, you know, it was all about the band, all about the girls. But when I got into my senior year, I played football in high school only that one year in high school. And that season was one of the best seasons that our high school had had. Now, I'm not just saying it was just because of me, of course, because we had some great players. I mean, we had two guys that went pro from that from that year that I played oh, okay. with. And um, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. But one funny thing about one of the guys that that went pro, I'll just mention his first name, Devon. I'm not trying to put everybody's whole name right. out there, but great player. I mean, he would he was a safety and he would knock people out. He was a serious player. And him and I we both was tied six interceptions each and it was going into the end of the season and that last interception was coming and I was about to get it and what did Devon do? He jumped in front of me and snagged that interception. I was one of the ones doing the tackle. I, I helped tackle him because I was that upset that he, <laughs> that he took the interception from me. You know, I always found that funny but the thing about it is he went pro. You know, I, I had a couple of scholarships I could have played college, but I just decided to go right into the military. I thought, you know, I, I felt bad because the guys in my band, you know, they were we were so good that I believe that we could have really did something with what we had if I didn't go into the military. But I don't know. Military was a thing for me. My whole family seemed to be military. My Father was a drill sergeant in the Korean War. I have a, a wonderful uncle. My father's brother is act, was actually a Tuskegee Airman. You know, I have I had another uncle that was, um, I think, believe he was probably also in the Korean War. He might have even been in World War II. And uh, my other brother, I have another brother, was also in the Air Force. And so I just felt like it was, you know, it was my calling to go into the military, okay. you know. But, you know, little did I know that that was a calling for me to get all the way overseas to Germany, to Bamberg, Germany. And that's where the most profound calling happened in my life. Okay. Now, <laughs> I didn't think that, um, I thought I was going to Germany to party. <laughs> you know, everybody... I did. I mean, honestly, that that's what I thought. I mean, everybody that was going to Germany was talking about the drugs and the beer and the women. Oh, the German women love the black men. You go over there, wow. and that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, that was that was honest. But but when I got there, I didn't realize how far I was. I don't know. It sounds kind of uh, maybe not smart to say, but honestly, I didn't realize.
Okay, so I I just would like to give my utmost thanks and appreciation for all like yourself has had served in the military. Um, Thank you. I mean, it's 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 my my dad was in the military as well, so you know my my respect goes goes out to you to to you all because you got you guys sacrificed so much to be able to make sure that we're safe here. I try to join, but my my eyesight did they, my eyesight didn't pass. So, <laughs> and let me ask you a question though: your eyesight didn't pass. Was that because of the accident that you had had? No. Oh, okay. No, nope, wasn't about that accident. No. Oh, okay. And we will talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that because I, I think that uh, it's a very important. Uh, time in your life that that needs to be spoken about so we'll definitely get back to that but thank you so much i i appreciate the um you know i appreciate that you know because uh you know it's it is hard you know to to raise your hand and say i'll i'll go i'll do whatever they want me to do you know i have a son that he was he was in he's in the military still i think he's in the national guards and he was saying he wants to get out because he doesn't want to serve under this president. I was like, you know, when I went in, I went with Ronald Reagan. It wasn't like he was the greatest to me, but it didn't make a difference of what the president was. You want to go in and help, you know, and do whatever you can to help the country. That that's what you that's what you do. So, you know, I appreciate that. So, you know, let me get back to the, to what was so profound that happened, you know. In, uh, when I finally got to Bamberg, Germany, you know, like I, I was saying, you know, we got there and such a long flight and everything. And, you know, my friends were like, oh man, come on, we're going out party. And we know this place that where all the girls at, you know, the girls love, love the brothers in the uniform. I don't think I'm really down for that tonight. I think I'm, I just want to kind of just walk around and just enjoy, you know, being here finally. But honestly, inside myself, I wasn't enjoying it. I, I really was wondering why I made this decision because after traveling so far to get there, I, I just didn't uh, think I made the right decision. I think I made a big mistake. But, okay. you know, but you know, like I said, you know, you never know what your path is. So you don't you don't know. We, we don't know what, what what God's plan is for us. You know, That's and true. yeah. And so I get outside. It was pitch black. I mean, I couldn't understand why it was so dark. They didn't have, it's like they didn't have street lights. The only lights they had was the lights on the cars or the Jeeps or whatever. But I went outside and I looked around. I couldn't believe, you, know, you could see some lights on in some of the buildings, you know, whatever. But I seen this really bright light far in the distance. It had to be at least about a mile away. And I said, let me go over there, see what the heck is going on over there. Little did I know, it was a chapel. Okay. You know, I go inside. There was this one man in there, and he was, like, you know, putting Bibles up or whatever. And he said, you know, the chapel's closed, but if you want to come inside to, to pray or something, I said, you know, I really would appreciate that. So he let me go inside and went into this big, beautiful. And I remember going in there and getting on my knees and crying like a little baby, like, Wow. I was so it was it was sad. I mean, it was a it was a sad. Sign. I mean, now remember, I was only eighteen, maybe eighteen to nineteen at the time, anyway. Uh -huh. But 
I cried and I was on my knees and I cried to God and I asked him to please forgive me, you know, if I made the wrong decision for being where I'm at. And and I, I felt like I made so many wrong decisions, like when I was in high school with the, some, some of the ladies that I dealt with or different things that I'd done, you know. And I, I asked him to please forgive me and if he would please come back into my heart and and stay with me and lead and guide me. And that was the that was the change of my life on the spiritual side that where I knew he connected with me and and he was there with me. And from that point, 18 months that I was there in Germany, I never smoked anything, I never drank anything. And I only stayed in the church. It was this little church, little group of people that I met the next day, like six people. And that church group grew so big. I remember right before I left, I was the director of a choir of over like 40 people. And we used to travel all over Germany singing and praising God. And I tell people this sometimes, and I don't think people are going to understand this, but I honestly believe that that church, when I was in Bamberg, Germany, I consider it to be a Holy Ghost college. That was when I received the Holy Spirit of God and my life was different. I mean, I've seen things that, I'm not gonna talk a whole lot about the things that I've seen when I was in Germany because I don't think people will believe it. Okay. But, you know, but I will say this, I've seen demons casted out of people and wow. I've seen other things. Yeah, I mean, really, demons cast out of people. I've seen people that I knew for a fact that was lame, like uh, their ears, they couldn't hear. And then after they left, they was hearing. I mean, all those things that you see in the Bible, that you read in the Bible and say, well, I don't see those type of things happening no more. I've seen it. And almost everything I could think of, I've seen over there. So that's why I consider the Bamberg, Germany was the Holy Ghost College for me. And, um, you know, it was it was just amazing. And and then on, on top of that, to get ready to go into our next episode, I'm pretty much going to be ending this episode here. You know, like to get a little, you know, how you feel about what we talked about tonight. But before we do that, you know, I'm just so grateful to be alive today to be able to speak about the things that I went through and in the in in the in the further episodes that we talk about, there's some things that happen in my life that is going to raise the hair on your neck. I mean, because God has really taken me through some major traumatic experiences in my life, and I know you have also been through a situation that I'm really looking forward to talking to also. But um, this from this point, what where we're going to be going to after this segment when we start the, the next episode is when I got married, my first wife, and in the m- mental illness that I dealt with in that family. And um, I, I want to speak about that. And it's very important because I know a lot of people are dealing with people that are dealing with mental illness. And my heart goes out to those individuals. And so that's just a little precursor of what we'll be talking about on the, in the next episode. But Stacia, I just want to thank you so much for being a part of this because I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you as a friend and as a sister in Christ. And if you don't mind, um, if you don't mind ending 
on the thought of what you think about as far as um, what we discussed uh, on this uh, segment? Well, I will say that um, it. I, I appreciate being here and, and, and being able to be part of this. Um, I thank you for giving me that chance to express myself in, in, in another way. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. And my thoughts, I think this podcast will probably help somebody who probably don't have a platform or they, or they don't know how to uh, express themselves how they want to. It may get them to really probably look at their life a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I just hope it helps somebody um, really start thinking about them, their lives and, and the next direction they should be going. Right, right. Well, that's awesome. I, I really appreciate that. You know, I'm, I'm going to end this with this one scripture I have here. It's um, in Romans 8, 23. And it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. We're called according to his purpose. It's not our purpose. So I appreciate what you just said because that scripture goes exactly what you said. Because anyone that's listening to this, hopefully it will open their hearts to, to our Father and also that they realize that God is calling us all, not for our purpose, but for his purpose. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I that was a great great um segment that we did. And then um we ended our first uh episode with that right there. And once again, I really wanna send out a shout out to all our listeners and to our supporters. And we truly thank you all. And uh we look forward to coming back and speaking some more with you in the very near future. So God bless you everybody, and we'll be talking to you soon. All right, good night, everyone. Good night.